0: Welcome to the Ghost Rap Podcast. It's fast, it's fun, it's informative. This is your weekly dose of the news that matters on the markets, with your host, The Finance Ghost. For more details on these stories and to make sure you get daily updates, visit ghostmail.co.za. The Ghost Rap Podcast is proudly brought to you by Mazars, a leading international audit, tax, and advisory firm with a national footprint within South Africa. Libstar is another great example of the pressure that South African consumers are under. I am generally bearish on retailers and their suppliers in this environment and there have been very few examples on the market to change my mind. Libstar experienced a drop in volumes by 7% in the six months to June and although there is noise in the numbers like there usually is in all these companies, the trajectory is clearly not great. Revenue was up by 4% because of pricing and mixed changes that took it into the green. But that is just not enough. 4% revenue growth does not cut it in this environment, and that's especially the case when gross profit has fallen by 210 basis points to 20%. Normalized operating profit margin fell from 6.3% to 4.5%, and by the time you reach the bottom of the income statement, you'll see normalized headline earnings per share, or HEPs, down 44.9%. But the really sad thing here is that the company is not planning to reinstate the Shongweni facility that burnt down. The insurance proceeds will instead be used elsewhere, with Libstar specifically referencing electricity supply as a reason for this decision. Of course, we will need to see what they do with the capital instead, but that is exactly why private sector investment in South Africa is under pressure, and so is our economic growth. It's just not that attractive for many companies to invest here. After a long string of generally positive updates, Gemfields has reminded the market that life is not easy in mining. Much of the focus has been on the ruby business in Mozambique and the geopolitical risk around that. And nobody has really been talking about the risks of the Zambian emeralds. But of course they come with risks too because these are naturally occurring stones and quality is not always what investors and certainly the company hope it will be. Because of those quality concerns with recent stones, Gemfields will not participate at all in a high-quality Emeralds auction in November, and this announcement was a precursor to an earnings announcement that really hurt investors, with an ugly drop of 43.9% in adjusted headline earnings per share for the six months to June. A significant write-down to the Sedebelo Resources PGM mine was part of that, but that is not the only pressure point though, with revenue down across the operations versus what was admittedly a strong base year. Detailed results are due on around 22nd September, so look out for those, with the share price down nearly 10% in the last month. First Rand is not aiming for heroics in this environment. The company has been cautious in its lending strategy throughout the pandemic, protecting its credit loss ratio as a priority. Now, this is why the bank's narrative around credit losses is more favorable than other banks, However, banks do need to take risk in order to generate returns, so you can't just view the credit loss ratio in isolation. You need to look at it versus, for example, the amount of revenue growth. First round is trading on a lofty valuation, and although a return on equity of 21.2% does go a long way towards justifying that, investors also need to see growth. With HEP's growth of just 12%, The market is looking at those prospects and feeling concerned, which is why the share price dropped roughly 6% in the past week, despite a solid HEPs performance. Metair could well be the unluckiest company on the JSE. They literally just cannot catch a break. Whether you look at the South African or the Turkish operations, you will find a string of unfortunate events, including no shortage of natural disasters. This is why the company has now breached its debt covenants, something that lenders have been patient with thus far. But it's a problem that just cannot be ignored. In the year ended December 2022, the interest expense was 411 million rand. In just six months to June 2023, they are already on an interest expense of 312 million rand. Now although the group has still somehow managed to increase its profit year on year, the management team is working very hard here so that the bankers can have a better life. And Ford is certainly not helping with changes to the Ranger that gave Mete serious production headaches in that business, and additional costs that they will try and reclaim from Ford. And in Turkey, where they build batteries, exports to Russia used to be a big part of the battery business, and of course that is now gone. As I said, Mete is just so unlucky, almost regardless of where you look in the business. At some point that must surely change. And finally, these are not happy times for Growth Points or the property industry in general. The property giant could only grow distributable income per share by 1.3% in the year ended June 2023 and that is just nowhere near enough to get investors interested. Net asset value per share was just 0.3% higher. The company is putting a lot of work into reshaping the portfolio, with extensive sales of properties in South Africa and growth in the investment partner's business that manages capital on behalf of other investors in specialist funds like healthcare and student accommodation. The only real highlight in this result is the VNA waterfront, which saw its distributable income grow by 21.5%. This asset is a crown jewel and is performing like one but it is not enough to save the day with growth points expecting distributable income per share to drop by between 10% and 15% in 2024. That is tough news for investors and it explains the drop of 5.4% in the growth point share price in the past week. And that's a wrap. Please remember that nothing you hear on the Ghost podcast should be taken as advice. Please do your own research and visit ghostmail.co.za for more insights into the market.